I hope that when I get a, a chance on national radio, I'll be able to bring a bit of, of that flavor that could kind of be missing. Welcome to episode 5. We are halfway through season 2 and I appreciate you joining us. My guest today is Tato Mushweshwe. Tato is a highly motivated TV and radio presenter based in Kleber. He takes us through his early days in broadcasting, the presenter search days and what he hopes to still bring in this dynamic industry he loves. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, my brother? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited that we finally got to do this. Like it's been yeah. it, it felt like forever. You know, it genuinely felt like forever. I'm but pretty much about all things. <laughs> I'm honored, man. Yo, to be featured in these kind of podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't realize what you are doing or the impact mm. that you have because you are just being yourself, you know? And then when you get people like you giving you a nod and say, come, let's sit down and have a chat. You're doing something great. I'm like, hey, is this guy just yeah. saying it? Oh, <laughs> so I'm so honored and thank you so much. I hope you're also doing well. Uh, just in Germany. What time is it in Germany, so just by the way? It's, it's not night or anything, so that's nice. Yeah. And, and <laughs> oh, people might ask okay, themselves okay, when you're I saying see. finally being on the show, but like you were, oh, you almost <laughs> made it to season one, but we're like, okay, then. <laughs> Let's 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 just wrap up season one and we'll see what to do in season two. So it has been uh, a long time in the making this episode, and I'm finally glad that uh, it's happening. And yeah, to 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 start it <laughs> off, I normally ask my guests how yeah. you're doing. And for you, I wanted to ask you how are the teaching practicals. We'll get back to why I'm asking that, but how are the teaching practicals? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where do I even start? It's been a roller coaster of emotions. Yo, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. Um, today actually, I was submitting my final assignment for the year, mm. like final, final, last assignment for the year. This is now before graduation, and I was just reflecting on her here. You know what? I did not think yeah. in January that I would be here in November, speaking so highly, firstly about my school and my learners and the experience in general. It looked like it was impossible, but hey, wait until it's done. Then you actually get to see result. Yeah, it's hard. So, um. I I obviously ended my practicals last last month. I was supposed to end them in September as per the school SBL. But then yeah, my mental teachers were just like, please stay just one more, let them write exams. You know what I'm saying? And funny enough, yesterday I was having a session with a couple of my learners as well. And I'm just like, these guys, do you guys understand that I'm done with my practicals? <laughs> you know, but I get Hey, that's the facts of being a teacher because you go beyond the call of duty. You know, um, if there's one career that I know, it would that takes work home, it's teaching. 
you know, in as much as it looks like then we all have this free time, you take work at home. You know, so for me, it felt very special to still continue this journey with them. I mean, they're writing their exams. So it's been a roller coaster. I've got so many your memories and highlights, but I think it's an experience that I needed, you know, to also grow, learn more about myself, learn more about the profession in itself. They had created a lot of mentor teachers who are uh, very well informed about the profession to also guide me and lead me. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's been great. I miss my learners. I'm not gonna lie, they can be troubles, but I miss them. That while, uh, someone who knows you from uh, your other amazing work in terms of radio or TV presenting them, and like they could assume that this man is so confident, there's nothing that can bring him down to, to, to any level of being scared or shy or, but like, I can imagine stepping into a classroom for the first time. Uh, Tato Moshosha from radio and TV is not the same person as the guy who walks into a group of learners <laughs> who look at you and like, who are you and what are you doing here? So mm. it must've been a change, but also something that has helped you grow also in, in many ways. It was, it was, it felt like I'm rebranding in a way because I'm so used to being in front of the mic or in front of the camera, but now it, this still is a live audience. I do MCs also, I MC gigs part-time. So it still kind of does feel like I'm talking to an audience, but it's different because now in this case, I am not just necessarily uh, talking at them, but I'm talking to them and I'm teaching them something and I need feedback. I need to know if whether they're learning. I have the potential of maybe I'm teaching the next president <laughs> yeah. of South Africa. So you know what I'm saying? I got I got I got thread very carefully when I walk into the classroom. Professionalism, how I dress up. I had to change quite not to change, but to adapt and enter into this new territory that I was not really necessarily mm. a part of because I've been a student for quite some time, you know. So everything has been pretty much casual. So now in this space, you need to take yourself seriously, pretty much if you want these learners to take yourself seriously. And then uh, I had no choice but to take myself seriously because one of the things that <laughs> was my biggest fears was my height. <laughs> Listen to this. I, 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 teach, I teach the FET phase, right? So the FET phase, these ones... matches. They do, they do, they do. It does, it, it does mesh as well. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's people who, it, it's young adults, you know, we, we share so much in common at the same time. So now you are trying by all means to be an adult who, who even though you need to make them understand, I might be the same height as you guys, but they, so I, I don't want situations whereby you are doing things that are totally out of line. So that pretty much was one of the, one of my greatest fears. I remember, I remember walking into the classroom and getting introduced and I, I just looked at these kids and like, some of them are taller than me, like way yeah. too tall. And not just being taller, but they look way older than me. You know what I'm saying? How do you tell someone who looks, who, who, who feels as older that than you are? Like maybe she just maybe pretty example. You're taking you for yourself. Um, then come like in that last thing, and then I find someone who's who's who looks to, to be so much older than I am, and I have to be telling this person that exactly, yeah, of reprimanding them for not doing their homework. You know, getting pretending to be getting mad at them when they're not doing things right, and also hoping that 
their reaction won't be so violent mm. towards, mm. you know, whatever I had said to them. So I had to be very careful. I don't want to lie. We are in an era where um, in as much as you want to be angry, mm. but you also want to be polite at the same time. I don't know how to explain it because you need to think about yourself first even before you you go in there and be the strict, harsh teacher. But then at the same time, they still need to know that you are the bigger person in the classroom. So in terms of trying to achieve that, I think I have successfully done well. It was so emotional the day when I left and pretty much all my classrooms, like all the learners in my classrooms were, were so sad and kind of like begging, you know, like say like, please don't go. And the level of respect they've maintained it throughout the the year as well. And it's something that I don't think I was able to, to earn myself. But I, 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 I think also God's favor over my life yeah. just also had something to do with that. You know, that you, you find them respecting you, not because Waba Shauta, you demand respect, but it. Uh, yeah, I just mean, favor. Um, <laughs> this, this takes me back to, to, to wanting to know, because I, I like doing this with, with my guests, just getting straight into it and then pausing a little bit and getting back to it. Let's take it back to Matatiele, a young title. <laughs> Maybe let's say about um, primary school level, <laughs> just about junior level. What were your dreams and aspirations? And did you see yourself as a teacher or as someone in the media space? Like, what, what did you grow up wanting to be? And um, where you are right now, is it a part of things that you already planned? Or did, you, did your plans change along the way? I definitely did not see myself as a teacher. That that's one thing for sure. <laughs> there was no way. I definitely did not see myself as a teacher. If anything, mm. I've always wanted to be in the entertainment space. I remember um when I was growing up, my mom used to say, attention, like so much. I always wanted people to listen mm. to me because I always felt like I've got something to say. Like the slightest, smallest of things, it I always demand attention in every way. Um, so growing up in school i was obviously this very talkative very bubbly person my peers will, will tell you <laughs> like i was very very talkative you know um and i i somehow always knew that i i am going to end up in a field that would require me to 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 use my voice a lot of times my accounting teacher used to say i've got the gift of the gap when i knew what that mm. meant i had heard it from her because i was so curious what does that even mean and then she said you 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 can talk like you genuinely can talk which is one thing that set me apart from quite a lot of learners. <laughs> and people used to think that i was very smart in high school and actually was not so smart in high school <laughs> but you know when you talk when you talk too much and you've got an opinion on everything you know it sort of makes you feel like hey this guy knows in total high, you know, I'll never take it lying down. I'll always would want to have something to say. So it kind of set me apart. I pretty much would believe was the reason why I became head boy in the trick. Um, because if we were to, not that I was, I was struggling academically and I was doing very well, definitely was always in the top three, but I, 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 I had, I, I wasn't the brightest or the smartest of students, you know, in, in the school or even in the district that we had as well. I always get curious. I really want to know. I wonder if it's like, what, like in South Africa, like the whole of India. I just would really want to know, you know, but I, I worked very hard which is one thing that i still do even now i've maintained you know um that 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 i am 
way of doing things and everything that I do, I always give my best. You know, my brother used to say, rather yeah. give your best or do nothing at all. You know, if you're going to do it, just then go for it. So the smallest of things. Yeah. So I think even, even in back at school, I remember sometimes you know, I'd be sitting, I, I, the influence of radio really started from a very young age. I know this, this sounds very cliche because a lot of people would say this like back in the days, but I'm genuinely being honest. I, I, from a very young age, I would see myself being in radio, even at school, classing during the free periods, I would be that guy who's sitting around my peers and be like, okay, guys, <laughs> let's play radio. My name is T.H.A.T. or Tato, one of them most comfortable, and all of them would be like, yo, this is so great. Like, it felt like radio. Mm. The other one would be a DJ, you know, they'd be playing music, you know, the other one would be a caller and would be taking calls through and asking people questions. And I was doing it so flawlessly. And for me, I, 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 I did not even realize mm. how good it was because I just loved it. You know, I didn't, I didn't care what people had to say. It felt so right. Even the transporting, when I'm going back home after school, Tato's going to be the DJ, you know, the T-H-A-T-O Tato thing, when I started way back in the days, because then I just used to use that as a tagline, then obviously it carried on and I, I actually started liking it. Like, okay, this is cool. Let's run with it. You know what I'm saying? So from a very young age, I've definitely been that person. And then in, in the side of TV, leading, I would be the one wanting to play idols and I'd be the proverb in the classroom. You know, I've always somewhere, somehow knew that I will, I will end up here. The vision was not as clear as it is now, you know, but the more I got to progress over the years, then Gabonar, ah, you know what? This is it. I remember when I was going to go visit the first year in first year in orientation. How many people were going to the library, the labs, the computer classrooms, and where I'll be attending for most of my modules? The moment they showed us the radio station, I stopped. I was like, it's over. I I have. I was like, it's over. I have a two-part question for you based on what you just said. Now, first being, um, who have any influences like on radio? Because um. I, I can imagine that um, if you went to, to the extent of even in your free time playing and pretending to be to be um, radio presenters, there's probably specific presenters that you you try to 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 be like and were your favorite. And second part is <laughs> when you finally went to, to university and saw that Madiba's radio station, what was your way in? How did you see yourself getting into it? <laughs> Yo, um, I, 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 I oh, yes, so. so we used to listen to a lot of Mr. FM, which is why, which is actually shocking because I thought that I'd become a social broadcaster, you know, I'd be more comfortable in, mm. in broadcasting as a social, but that's how initially it started. Hey. But hey, then <laughs> then the next thing you yeah. became more comfortable in broadcasting in English, so you try to sort it, it doesn't flow as much as it does with English. You know, then you initially decide, Kenneth, it's fine. I will brand myself as this particular person, even though I don't belong to the English-speaking community, but I, I became more comfortable in that, I guess, yeah. because of also the educational background. Yes. But now I grew up, became a Labuba Chukada. You know, I guess that's why I had the whole, because, you know, what you got, I you know, like, everything is too, yeah, yeah, everything used to flow. It was very fast. So initially, when I started off, I 
used to sound mm. like him. The, the, the pace was very quick. <laughs> uh, even though Mind Game was too quick, you know, and then I remember <laughs> this other time, um, one, one of the guys that submitted a demo to said, yo, bruh, you need to slow down. Like, you really have to slow down because you are rushing through. There's no need. People want to listen. They want to engage with you. You are so fast because I've always listened to people who are... Mm very fast-paced and energetic. So it would be the likes of Achukada. This is now growing up um, because we were exposed to Lisa DFM and then would listen to a bit of during the days because Padko was still around. Yo, he used to be one of my favorites. I was so hurt when he left radio particularly like i just did not understand the show felt so different for me yeah. at that time i was so young what do you know about the show feeling different if someone is in the radio you know but for me it was so deep and at family at home they could not even just get it i mean like he's gone others will continue but for me it's like there's this signature thing that that's yeah. left the show there's that voice that's not there anymore so but what's when i live hardcore i used to listen to quite a lot um yeah because i was exposed but about growing up <clears throat> and then when i when i then got to go metric he you know kito kalahanyan in first year i share my one and i have a connection this thing is so chunky metro fm i didn't know about like it's well you know it was a whole new world and then the others i didn't know and then I, I now started drawing inspiration from all these different people to now try and find my own identity of who am I when I'm behind the mic presenting on radio. You know, um, just maybe following the story of during orientation after they, they were showing us all these places, the moment they showed us Matiba's radio, I stopped following Rest that flock of sheep going to other different places. I was like, guys, this is where, even in the equation, because I didn't even say that I was going. I disappeared. <laughs> and I don't know what my how to body mentor has to say about this because it, I never came back to sign the register the moment I saw my But something in me was just like, this is it. This is it. After two months, I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't even have to think about, I think I, I didn't have to think about leaving them. I didn't have to think about asking. I'm always a disciplined child. Imagine it's best university. One thing I don't want to do is to get on the wrong side of uh, the law, if I may put it like this, because now we've yeah. been told this is what we must do. This is where we're going to be going. Then now I'm deciding to do the complete opposite. And I, I just did I didn't even care. I honestly didn't care. I went right straight to Matiba's radio. I remember when I got there, I saw these students. I saw these students. Already you can already see Jim. Who's who in the Zoom? <laughs> Sitting somewhere for desking and then already I'm like, oh, okay, this looks so cool. Everybody's dressed so well. Mm. Like you can see that these are entertainers. And I felt mm. like I belong, even though I was not dressed apart, but something about just the atmosphere said, this is home, this is where you belong. I got to Madiba's radio um, and then... Oh, then I asked them if whether, how does one get into this radio station? You know, I really would like to be a part of doing my first year. And they were like, ASA, this year we have 150 students who are working for the university and we are cutting down. We are not hiring anyone. This is in 2017. So we are not hiring anyone. Uh, we at least want to be left with 80 students by mid-June, somewhere, somehow. So unfortunately, we're not having any new intakes. Hey. 
I was very disappointed, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to give up. I'll just keep coming. I'll see whatever the case may be. Cuts am I on the first day? I want to tell you that I went back to Madiba's radio over four times in different, excuse me, on different days, different scenarios. One of the days at which I went there, I remember it was during the Societies Expo. So all these societies on campus, they get a chance to showcase themselves. But basically, they were just showcasing Madiba's radio. You know, that's what's going on. So that's how I got to see them. And then I went there. And I still ask the same oh, yeah. question, but now it was a different person. It was another lady. Um, I think it was um, Shubi. Yeah, it was Shubi. It was Shubi who was actually there on, on, the, on the desk. She's one of my favorite persons now. Um, and I was like to her, Aussie, listen, I want to be part of my diverse radio. What's going on? Hey, people are full, but we can, we can put you in the database. Yeah. Uh, you know when they say that, that ah, it'll never happen. <laughs> but write, write your name down. When there's a vacancy, we're going to send you a message. I tell you, on that list, I was number 88. I wrote my name down as number 88. So I was like, the chances of whoever who's capturing these details getting down to number 88 the in the system is probably zero. By the time they get to 50, they'll be like, okay, I think <laughs> this is it. And there was no other way I could pass forward. There's no way I could do anything. I'm just like, it's fine. Then the second day, they had a society's expo. I went again. It was a different crew. Still ask the same question. They said, write your name down on the on the on the list. I wrote down th- on this day, I was same number 240. This is now on the on the second day. Still on this on the same list. Same list. It's fine. I'll appear <laughs> so many times. I don't care. It's fine. Whenever there's an expo, I'll go put up my name there. Um, and then I now started also intentionally also going to the station. I went to the station. I remember there was a guy called Sadie who was a receptionist at that time. I feel like, I want to be here. What's, what's happening? And she told me that, hey, bro, it's quite tricky. But also, <clears throat> you can leave your CV. Then we'll see what happens. When I started doing my first CV, it was with Madiba's radio. I went back home. Yeah, Please don't ask like you are not the academic you guy at this on, point. On, because... on the bag, what you came there for. But it's it also <laughs> like, it is still what you, you ended up doing there. So yeah, continue. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, the academics say I get to work all, but I'm going home instead of doing homework. Keep busy more get and at CVs, tapping out my things, experience. I get to look like in experience. You know, I'm just trying to see. I did a CV. I, I actually like, like to see, see my first CV how it looks like, because hey? <laughs> hey, there's a lot of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, I I really would like to see. Then I submitted it in Matibas Radio. Um, I left it there. And then on the uh, and then on the next next week, or oh, are they gonna call? They didn't call a week after. Then on the next week, I went back. What's going on? You know, like I will I've not received any communication from you, but I submitted a CV. But I we have chosen people from the ones that were submitted. And if you don't receive the, if you haven't received a call, then that means it's nothing for you. It's like I will, guys, like are you being for real? Like I honestly really really being for real. Like this is it. Like, but yeah, this is it. And then I remember here to our officing, I saw the stack, saw the CV. They said you may work out to work and you know last time and then that and I was like, yo. So it it's over. Basically, there's nothing I could do. But even in the midst of that, I then I spoke to 
um, one of the guys were there, you know, trying to explain, Ariapa, I see you, you are very energetic, but no. everyone who comes here is very energetic and tells us they're very passionate about radio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we don't know what sets you apart. We've never heard you. And I'm like, okay, you want to hear me? I'm going to record something for you. I went back home. I'm, I I went to my RSA's room. I remember when I did my first demo, Nekileta speaker, then get hold of volume. Get out of volume, then give it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, speaking. And I didn't even have my my own at that time. I was using my RSA's um, a sound system. And then Kaishaya, I record that. Oh, she was so impressed again. But you know the thing with people who are around you, friends, ah, they get so excited by everything. Oh, you're saying, this is good, bro. I go for it. And then and then still I had no response. I went back and guys, did you listen to this? And then yeah. so many times up until a day where I just decided to batch into the station manager's office. And I was like, sir, I've been here a number of times and I, I don't know what to do anymore. I just want to be on radio. You know, please hear me out. I recorded a demo. I've been sending it to these guys. And he just looked at me and I'm like, firstly, why are you? don't have an appointment. Enter my office. Who are you? <laughs> J number one. Do you have an appointment? What is going on? But but that's the level of being hurtful. You know, I was at, I was just like, I, I don't care anymore. It is what it is. We're just going to see. And then I remember then he, 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 he hooked me up with this lady who was a program manager. And then this girl said, yeah, we know you. you've been coming a lot of times. It's fine. We're going to put you on a show on probation uh, for for three weeks, I think. Then you co-host on an afternoon drive show with this other guy. Nah, I want you to give me an opportunity. I'm going to grab it with both hands. So when I received that, I made sure I I... I left a mark by the time the three weeks it ended. Actually, I don't even know when my, when my probation ended because even the three, before the three weeks ended, I was already on an afternoon drive show, co-hosting with, mm. with the guy. That's prime time. That's like one of their main shows. Don't ask me how I got in there, but it, it just happened. I just found myself. I was already there and working with one of the guys that I also... Um, still admire even now, you know, because I've been listening to Max for quite some time and I had the chance to be with him together with his team. And from there, I just, I was very serious. About, I was taking everything seriously. They'd give script, I'd go home, I'd learn, I'd participate, you know, some conversations were very uncomfortable, but I'd, I'd, I'd push myself because I, I believed that it was my calling, that's something that I had to do, you know, made a lot of friends up until... I got to a point where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm ready to pitch my own show. And I knew that the time to most probably uh, that they would give me or that I could propose would be either a Sunday or the 3 a.m. show. Yeah. But I could not do a 3 a.m. show because I used to stay very far. <laughs> yeah, so I I proposed a Sunday show. I, I prepared a whole show clock. Imagine this child. Prepare the whole show clock for them. This is how the show is going to go. Just give it to me during this lot. I can do six to nine every Sundays. Like, give it to me. Let's go. Um, and normally Sundays, are, are, are it's, it's Christian content. And a big part mm. of me, a whole part of me is, is Christian. So I knew that I'd be very comfortable with that kind of content. So just give it to me and let's see what I can do. I'll definitely will run on with it. They're like, okay, no, it's fine. We'll see. We'll put it to the test. And then they decided to do the show. Then I I I mm. 
ran with it. You know, as I say, you give me an opportunity, shame, you're going to regret it. I ran with it. I created a whole new identity of the show. It became one of the most loved shows on campus, but it was on a Sunday. Yeah. You think that people would, would not even interact, you know, um, up until the year ended, same year in 2017, the show got best, or I got best newcomer of the year in 2017. Um, I received best newcomer of the year award, at the awards ceremony. You know, it was it was yo, it was a big night for me. I was very excited because I knew I've been working so hard. Imagine, yeah, I, I was going to say you still I, first. It's not even been a year since I joined this <laughs> You know, I started working in May, and they had their awards in October. <laughs> so by the time it's October, I'm receiving awards already. I'm just like, Lord, this can only be you. And then the following year, in 2018, the show went on to win best show of the year and then i won best presenter of the year and best producer of the year my producer won best producer of the year so it was another big night it was it was literally a big night and imagine yeah. beating all secular shows that air every single day and when i are just only on sundays you know that's when i knew that okay you know what this is it. So Madiba's radio, I pushed doors. I pushed doors. Like those those doors were just <laughs> I oh, can't <laughs> to twenty eighteen. Probably if twenty seventeen itself was not a big yeah. year for you, I think twenty eighteen became this year where even those who are like saying no to you had to now notice who you are when you entered the uh, presenter search competition on three like I know, right? what was the step there because i mean at that time had you already started doing tv or <laughs> or were you still just on radio and be like let me try my luck and see where this goes like can you tell us how like what was the thought process behind the audition was it like <laughs> let me just do it if it goes it goes if it doesn't not a loss 19 it, it was in 2019. It was in 2019, yes. It was in 2019. I had already started doing TV by that time. Um, because in a re- I think I think when I realized, okay, fine, I'm dominating radio, I'm doing really quite well in, on, on the radio space. How about I just try a bit of TV as well? I know Bay that TV, there is yeah. a TV station called, it was still called Bay TV at the time. Yes, yes, it was still called Bay TV at the time. Like, there's Bay TV here. Let me go shoot my shot, you know, and just see what happens. So I saw an audition. They were looking for presenters. I went there and then I auditioned. This was now in 20, mm-hmm. 2018. I started working at BTP in 2018. Um, I auditioned. I remember, excuse me, getting into this room full of the boardroom. My puzzle that the lights, the cameras. Yo, one of my first yeah. intimidating auditions, like a real audition. You know, I was like, yo, this is it. Like... This is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. So I'm at it just as well. I, I gave it a shot. Yo, they were so impressed. They gave me a scenario. I killed it. Yo, I could see from their eyes. Oh, okay, you know what? I think I did a good job. Then then I go I call back um, after like, I think about two weeks. And then the next thing they told me I got the job. They're going to put me on a show. It's called Boys Night. And then they told me about how the show is going to go. It's been running for quite some time now. I think I think at that time we were on mm-hmm. season six of the show when I joined. I think we were on season six of the show. Um, yeah. And now we are coming back with season nine. <laughs> so I've been, I've been running. I've been running ever since. 
And then obviously once you tap into the TV space, then you always want to know. You know, it's 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 a ladder, this thing. Once you step know. on another thing, there's always another, uh, 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 yeah, something to climb on. It's a hierarchy. So I, I got there and then I was like, okay, how do we make myself better? You know, then I could see other people who are ready. I'm like, okay, Lena, I want to be, and I mean on TV, Lena, I want to be mm-hmm. on the national television. You know, how do we get there? Then presenter search happened in 2018. My first audition. This, that's Love why I was like, why do I have 2018 just by the way? My notes, but like, <laughs> 19 was a big one. <laughs> yes. Yes, 19 was a big one. Um, 2018, it was the first one. Um, it was in Port Elizabeth. Normally during the time they used to do them go you know i woke up it was on sunday can i tell you something i didn't go for my sunday show on, on that on that sunday because yeah. i was just like yo uh-uh. we need but luckily at that time i had already had co-host so when i started realizing that okay it's getting a bit too much and hectic for me the show is is growing you know and now starting to yeah. to build up i need people to help me out i need to bring a producer along i need co-hosts to make it work so i didn't go on that day i went for the audition straight away um at seven i was there it was already packed i think my audition was around 11 12 ish um in the afternoon you know i saw a lot of these stars i, I remember zoe brown was there um Bobby Muloy, yeah. she was the current presenter for presenter search at that time Bobby Muloy was there I saw, who else was there on that other day? I think a couple of guys from Expresso yeah. as well. Lorna Maseko was there also as well. Like, it was just so, so exciting for me, you know? And I'm just like, yo, this is great. <laughs> yo, so about how young am I at that time? <laughs> you know, and like, I keep I'm over to Baba Holo. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. So passionate about it. You know, eventually we got inside. And then, so how it used to work with those auditions, well, pretty much with all these reality mm. shows, there's prelim auditions, right? Whereby they test you out first before they can even take you to cameras. the room whereby oh. they actually are um, filming the whole thing. Yes, where there's cameras. So I started off in a room whereby there's no cameras. It was three people. I still remember one of the ladies who's there is a big friend of mine now. I'm just like, hey, yes, I, it's in the king. And every time I like, hey, when are you giving me a strong no on that day? And it, it's, it's always such a fun moment. Um, I remember she was, she's the um, producer, the producer of, of, of Expresso right now, um, create a creative, it's a content or creative producer, I'm not quite sure. She was there. And then with this also other guy, there were basically two of them. So this is now where mm. they have people who are not famous, right? That you have to audition for. So I got there. I was so confident. Teaching it to you, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I've been rehearsing the whole entire night. And then they were like, hmm, okay, this is good. And then they said, okay, let's give you a scenario. Can you introduce, uh, <laughs> they said Bonang, strangely. Can I introduce Bonang? Bonang is, is coming on, on, was it on stage? What did they say? But it was like a live event, not, not necessarily on the show, but like mm. she's about to go up and I need to introduce her, you know, and stuff. Yo, obviously Bonang, I know her, you know, and stuff like that. So I, 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 I have a lot of things to say about her, but you'd be surprised on that day. I, I was like, who is Bonang Matiba? <laughs> who is Bonang? There was so much to say. There was so much to say mm. about her that I didn't know exactly where to even start, you know. But then I kind of pushed and pushed and pushed. 
And then they were like, oh, okay, thank you. Then they said, okay, just please give us a moment. Then they started talking. And then, oh, the moment they have a like, okay, you don't even see them talking. Then the next thing, the person who's going to come there is going to be the lady that ushered you in. It's either they're going to say you are proceeding to the main audition room or it's a no. Then when she opened the curtain, she was like, I'm so sorry, my brother, but you, you're not going through. I thought she was joking. I looked at her and I laughed, like, ha, ha, ha. And then she looks at me, she's like, I want the serious booty. Yo! <laughs> then I knew it was over. Then I was just like, are you being for real? By the time he Puma, I couldn't even get to go back to these guys to go maybe be like feedback, mm. nyana, already they were auditioning somebody else. Hey, bo, just, just like that, guys. And then I went out. I remember I went with my friend. And then when I told him that, they said no. He could not believe it. He could not believe it because... You know, sometimes you you might think that, sure, I've got this, this is good. And then you get a rejection and then it could either crush you mm-hmm. or something beautiful out of it could come out. It depends how you look at it and how you also want to improve yourself. And then I, I we left, we went back home. I was like, yo, this is over. I was so sad. I remember the whole entire day. I just, I just didn't, I didn't want anything. It was a Sunday. <laughs> I just slept. And then down the line, a couple of days, same year, there was another audition for presenter set. Still, it's online. Mm. Now they are promoting Mac Cafe as a sponsor. You have to audition online and then they're going to use the hashtag, hashtag Mac, Mac Cafe type of situation. Like, hey, so it's another one for this. Like, it's the same season, but now it's they, they taking it online. I'm like, I'm going for it. I shot a video. I posted it out there. And then after a couple of days, I received a call from, who did I receive a call from? But one of these express, oh, it was a DM from these express, from, from these um, presenter search guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then they said, um, Born, man, we, list, we watched your video and we want to give you a chance. So you have made online. it to the top six of the guys who auditioned online. There were so many auditions. It was online. I want to have, this is how crazy it is. Now, I, I had auditioned few weeks ago, it was a no. You could I have quit if you wanted. Yes. You could have just give, given up in that space between the first and the second. You know what I'm saying? You know? You know what I'm saying? And then I, I was like, okay, wow, this is so exciting. I'm excited. Then I won. So the prize there was you You were going to win a brunch with DJ Fresh, um, like a mentorship session for like an hour. They fly you to Joburg. <laughs> My first flight was a presenter search in 2018. <laughs> 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 My first flight was a Um, They booked a nice hotel, one of these protea pro, pro hotels in Santen. It was so closer to the audition place. Yo, it was one of the best best experience in my whole entire life. Like I was a kid and I was just so excited. I went in it for it. Um, I met your people like Samora, Samora Mungesi there, um, Mbasa, oh, yeah. you know, because I remember they used to do Hectic 99 together. So we were also part of that talk. Yeah, I met mm-hmm. them there. I mean, these have been childhood stars. You know, I grew up listening to them every day after school. You know, you get to meet them in a very personal setting. It's, yo, it was like experience was just overwhelming at the same time and exciting. And you also are now 
they are not your inspirations. They are your competitors. Oh, so you yeah. need to put away that being a fan, you know, and, and go in. If they go harder, you need to go two times harder, you know. So we had the audition day. We auditioned. I unfortunately did not get a call back. Um, yeah, on that on that particular audition in 2018. But I came back. But then the experience for me was, I was like, but you know we will just you will just uh, calm you down a bit and I'll just give you this to say mm. don't give up for me it, felt, it still felt like a win you know the whole Joburg situation it was actually my first my first time in Senten but not my first time in in, in, in but in Senten actually my first so they, I, I met DJ Fresh he, you know, I think that's where the kind of relationship that I have now with him, it started there. Then I just kept on developing it over the past couple of years. And presenter Sage also helped as well. He's one of the people that I would say, I don't, I don't want to be too cocky <laughs> and say they are in my inner circle. I'd be lying. <laughs> but he's not far away. He's not far away from me, you know, in terms of one person that I know that I could text and say, hey, for the situation and they can also you know so i've looked up to him and i started drawing more inspiration just even further and because of the type of person that he yeah, is that's, that's you know and i mean there. his name is tato so that's used to, <laughs> that used to be our thing <laughs> yeah that used to be our thing that i mean we are tattoos at the end yeah. of the day i mean what do what are they expecting you know um and then 2018 did not happen fast forward to 2019 I did an online audition. They had presenter search again. I auditioned that part, again. That so, you know, part. never giving up has always been my thing. Yeah. Go over and over. Even if you've done it so many times, but it's fine. Go back, do it up until you get it. I auditioned through that. And that's where, obviously, I made top 10 in the country. Still could not believe this one as well. You know, I remember when they called me, they were like, hey, listen, we want to do an insert with you. Uh, as someone who's also auditioned and and we just want to profile you you are a student it's so inspiring so let's let's see how we can we can profile you in port elizabeth so they came through with their cameras and their crews i met them and then they were like okay so we're gonna go to bay tv because you work there right it's like yeah sure um i went to bay tv i'd already auditioned and then it was i think about two weeks after i had auditioned um, then when I got there, then they shot this profile. They said, okay, why don't you pretend like I remember this one. There was like, like on, on screen. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had to pretend like hey, I'm doing one of my shows mm. on, on, on Bay TV, which was Boys Night, right? So I got in there. They ran the auto queue. This is THAT. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of Boys Night This Friday. We're going to be looking at this and this and this and this. You know, I went on with it. And then just as I was reading the auto queue, I did not realize yeah. that my producer had edited the script. So now on the auto queue, just when I have to link to another thing, and then it says, what's coming up on this episode is how your boy, TJTO, made it to present us, made the top 10 presenter search on SMC3. Is that a prank? Is this I'm like, real? Hi, guys. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What is going on now? Is this also part of the whole acting thing? And then the director says, read it again. Coming up on today's episode is how your boy, TJTO, made it. And then it clicked. Right immediately. Yeah. I had to read it two times, but on the video, it's only once. I read it two times for it to actually click that, look, this is it. You've made it to the top 10. You are top 10 of presenter search, SABC3 in the country. 
and then I from there I I was just like wow you know let's let let's see how far this goes I was so excited and then they told me oh, I had to keep quiet for a whole entire two weeks I think oh, another additional no, two weeks no. so imagine having to hold this in like Baba you've been treating me better so whenever i'd be in those situations i'd be like hey only if you knew yeah. what's about to happen you really would treat me better you really would and then i had to speak to the university about it and also make them realize that i've signed an nta they they'll still announce it and can i tell you yeah, something yeah. The this, is, the this is between the two of us okay but i guess we can still put it out there <laughs> by the time they shot the my top 10 when they told me that i'm in the top 10 auditions were still oh. going on hey <laughs> i know auditions were still going on in the country it was the most funniest thing to be sitting and people are still auditioning and you're like do you you think there's like spaces that are still left and they're like okay we filled three spots in the top 10 these auditions can still fill the rest or top 10 is chosen and it's like let's see what we can work on the next time and build people's experience give people the opportunity to audition and know how it is to audition maybe next anyway it's, it's a curious one. Immediately when they told me I'm in the top 10, I got CC'd in the email where there was everyone I mean, that was in the top 10. I can still see the driver <laughs> side to it of so, like, the people still, yeah, you still also, maybe when you went for your first audition, there was already a top 10 and you just got the experience and you got the McAfee part and the next time around. It could be, it's just like, let's, let's already produce the next flo- uh, like flock of, uh, of people. It sounds bad, but it might yeah. be to the fact that there's still an opportunity. <laughs> and I mean, you, you, you made it all the way to the top two. Everyone like, was like crossing fingers, the whole of EC, if not the country, were really hoping you win it. And I do not feel like you not winning the competition stopped you in any way from from still continuing what you wanted to do because one thing i know about you and i didn't know the backstory of how you always pushing is the fact that i still see you audition especially the online ones during the lockdowns where there was the uh east coast radio one that the link was perfect it's one of the best things that i've randomly yes. popped up, like it popped up on my time then and i saw it i was like this makes sense and then there was also <laughs> Uh, the MC gig at the EC Youth Youth Awards, where you also auditioned. Where I was like, one thing about this guy is that maybe that's the nature of the industry that we, the outsiders, don't understand. That you can't let one audition stop you from auditioning for the next and the next and the next, because you always bring in your A game to the next, as if like the last one didn't, as if the like you ignored the last mm-hmm. one. And how is it taking rejection positively? and trying to build on going forward. You know, I think you need, what, what makes it easier for me is mm. understanding the reason of why am I doing this? Your why is very important because whatever that happens after that, it will never bring you down. As long as you know the why and you are working towards achieving 
that that why you know i know there's always been an an eager thing for me to want to satisfy mm. the broadcaster in me so and up until i get to that level where i feel like okay of so many ears listening to me and so many eyes watching at me and this is all that i've ever wanted <laughs> as my mom would say that can i that change <laughs> then i'd be like okay that edge now has been or that that craving has been satisfied so once you understand why this is important for you it will you will you will never it will never let you down i was speaking to um tabiso the other day he's actually my mentor um and he was saying if there's one thing that 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 keep kept me different even after the audition is the fact that i never mm. stopped doing what i had said i initially loved because you get a lot of people saying that they love tv or radio when they auditioning but just for the sake because they are auditioning for it then you get a rejection then you no longer see them going on and on i was like presenter said you guys found me doing tv so it doesn't make sense for me to now stop as if i was seeking some sort of um validation mm-hmm. of knowing if whether am i good or not you know but one thing i also got to see from that experience is i had to understand why i was rejected on the show and i had to make peace That's with it even though it took me quite some time to get over the bitterness <laughs> i'm just being honest but then once i got to realize that no you know what the reality is i was very too, i was very young for the type of content that's being te- tackled on the show there's thing i, I was always going to be a, a a child amongst <clears throat> excuse me amongst adults and with girls it is very easy to make them look very grown up mm. and older on screen than it would be for me abona na akina makeup bankanchayangampo some sort of weave and a way of dressing i can't be wearing baggy suits you know kitli kilims everything i need to wear things that fit me so it was it was going to be very different trying to make me be this older person you know but i remember after we having this conversation towards pretty much of the end because you do get a bit of feedback i mean when these reality shows end particularly when you are at that level so that you can know what to work on and pretty much it would be growth which is something that i can't say i have control over i can't make myself mm. look older i can't make myself be taller you know or look a certain way it's just having to wait and allow <clears throat> excuse me allow the process to to unfold so i i i could not be let down by that type of rejection there's been so many auditions some you know i always say it's like going in for a job interview you know where you you interview and then you don't get the job it does not mean that the next interview that come through you don't go for it it's so sad for us people who are in the entertainment because we have to audition in front of you guys <laughs> you know so you see the rejections you see the growth you see the never you see everything you know i was literally under public scrutiny even throughout the whole entire presenter set you know people that's why i'm very careful of what i say about people who are part of reality competitions even if it's on idols because i understand the pressure that comes mm. with you having to perform while everybody's watching you people having a, some sort of opinion and saying if whether are you good or not you know i'm reading all those comments there were some comments that i'd be reading some days i'd be like yo i didn't think people would say such things about me you know there's there's these people will be going really brutal be like why is he here he's not going to bring bring any difference to the show like we already have got people who are like 
um, came already on the show. You know, um, we don't see anything being different. It's harsh things, but at some point it could be partially the truth. Yeah. Um, and then you just need to know how you take all of that in. There were brutal comments that were coming up on social media. Um, but I, I never let that because my reason for why is what I uphold and what I work towards and trying to achieve. Why am I actually doing this? So I'll, I'll still continue to audition over and over and over again. You know, you guys will still see them. So some of them have done yeah. them via my emails because they don't necessarily require them for us to audition. Yeah. But even though at some point I felt like the nature of of uh, how how shows or producers or event organizers want people to audition has become more of just about promoting the show in as much true. as it's about looking for t- talent. Because they know that now we use, we use the hashtag, hashtag uh, mm. e-talent search, for an example. So it, it would be pretty much along those lines of how you realize that people are just more and less promoting their own yeah. content by doing a presenter search. You know, um, we really need more presenter search that are genuinely like presenter search mm-hmm. on SABC3 where it's just about a, a getting a new presenter for a show and it's just presentary and not us promoting things. But yeah, because you want these things and some of them, they align with your brand. You just have to shoot your shot and you learn even over these things because you are as good as your last audition. So the more you do another one, the more you improve from the previous one. So if there's another chance for me to get to hear what people get to say about uh, uh, how I've yeah, grown man. from the previous uh, edition then I think there's so much that I'd, I'd still want to you <laughs> open up the, the 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 issue of social media and how brutal people are but because of time I hope we'll still get another chance in upcoming yeah. seasons and to just also catch up and catch up with Tato the teacher or Tato the presenter of a new show to finish it off I have these rapid fire questions that, that I want you to try and answer them as quick as you possibly can. Okay. They're not controversial. You've listened to the show before. Um, basically, I would like five numbers of you from one to uh, one <laughs> till ten. Just give me five and I read the corresponding question to it. Okay. Um, I'll give you seven. Perfection. I will give yeah. you eight for new beginnings. <laughs> I will give you 10 for completion in the sense of the options that you've given to me. And then one, I will two. give you one and two. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Question number one would be, uh, what is your lifelong dream or what do you tell yourself on your least motivated days to get yourself going? The, sure, they, they, you said these questions deep. are not deep They're at not all. controversial, but they need you to answer on the spot and remember and, how and, it goes. And then, and then the first question has been to how I motivate myself. Yo, and you do get a lot of those days. I think going back to the reason of why I am doing this mm. wakes me up in the morning every single day. Why is it important for me to go up and finish up my practicals? Because I want to graduate. You know, why is it important for me to keep auditioning because there's a there's a view or a, a, a next ladder or the yeah. next part of the hierarchy that i also want to reach you know so <clears throat> if i am able to reach another point of being successful then why not speak positive things on those days where i feel very demotivated 
you know? So that why question, it's very important for me. It has always been the drive. It has always been the drive in days where I honestly feel like, okay, you know what? Maybe we should just cut it down. But why are you doing it? You know, and the possible outcome that's going to come out of this, the bigger picture, you know? So why the bigger picture on those days? Yo, trust me, now they will keep me motivated. Even after so many rejections, I will uh, then do it again. moving right along <laughs> to question two. Um, yeah, what advice were you given that you're still using till this day, like that you live by? Be yourself. Be yourself. People relate with authenticity. Um, I, I'll just make a very quick, short example. I remember how I, you probably know that I like recording stories so much, stories of myself. Um, there was just a, a huge shift when my stories, the, the engagement on my stories started to grow. I get more engagement than I do on my posts. Or I, I get more engagement on my stories than I do on my normal posts and appear in your, in your, probably your, 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 your timeline. And it is because I'm more me on my stories, not that I'm less of myself in any post, but on my on the stories, you see a lot of crazy things that I have to say, that I have to do, that I get up to. I put them all there. And the moment I started doing that, I, I get to realize how everybody keeps on saying, yes, mm. people feel the need to want to reply because they can relate to what you're saying. You know, I know when it's con when you're putting up content that is not necessarily yourself, even then I don't feel like, Okay, I want to say something, you know, but the moment I can start relating to that, so authenticity, authenticity, authenticity above all other things, what I've been told, remain true to who you are, even in spaces such as this. I'm, I'm not shy in, in getting in an industry that is worldly and predominated or predominantly influenced by things that yeah. I have not been taught when growing up i'm not scared in getting up in a boardroom meeting and saying i'm not taking this deal because i'm a born again christian and it's not in line with me being this person so i'll i'll just let it pass you know i'm not afraid in letting a gig go because it's not in line with who with what my values and and principles yeah. with, 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 with where my values and principles lie so authenticity be 100 yourself people relate to with authenticity they'll never run away from it because you are being so yeah, that's, that's a very important one because this industry doesn't have a good reputation and can really change <laughs> you as a person. And the more you try and remain the same, the better you're gonna you're gonna yes. add something different to the industry and not just conform and uh, be what they want you to be. So that that's lovely to hear. So question number seven <laughs> is, okay, uh, this this one is where I'm still hoping to find out the secret to people's success. How does the first hour <laughs> of your day look like? Okay. The week. Hey, isn't that normally the first hour where I'm getting up, or maybe just after no, I have? No, this is the, the routine. Working. From when like, you get out of from, bed, do you first from, pick up your phone? Do you pray? Do you shower? Just to get those those routine likes that make you ready for the day. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sure, I yeah, mm. and it's actually a routine because I do the same thing over and over every time. <laughs> I obviously wake up on different days, some days earlier than others, but definitely I cannot wake up without starting with a word of prayer and just saying thank you to God for giving me this day. Every day it's a blessing, you know. Um, I could die in my sleep, anything could happen the day before, you know. So just to show God that I'm grateful, a heart of gratitude, you know, it will, it will, it will, it will take you a long, a long way. 
Um, so I have always grew up with that mentality that what I was saying, um, the problem is that we start our day on our cell phones and not on our knees, like with prayer, you know. So I've tried making sure that my routine doesn't go the other way. It's prayer first and then we go to the phone, then get up in the morning. Um, I like checking out emails, um, particularly now what's nice is that Outlook has developed this uh, feature where you can just <laughs> listen to all your emails without reading them. So the most coolest thing is that I just play all the emails that I've missed and I need to know while I'll be busy. Yeah. I listen. It, it actually sounds like Siri, so it's actually quite cool. So this lady would be reading all the emails. If I like, okay, I'm not interested, pass. Next, pass. Okay, Siri, pass. Okay, next, pass. So it's been the most coolest thing ever to just do that. I do that pretty much every morning. Um, then get up, get ready, look the best part, look myself in the mirror. I have an affirmation every time I go to work where I say, I like saying that I'm competent, I'm capable. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 has always been one scripture that I've been living my life based on. My source of strength is Christ. So a lot of people generally have been wondering, like, but, but you seem to be doing a lot of things. And I'm just like, but I, mm, it's not necessarily mm. that it's my own strength. At the end of the day, you know, you get strength from the Lord and you need to give back with Thanksgiving. So pretty much my money routine will be based on that. And then get, I eat, I, but to be honest, I miss that. I don't want to get into that conversation. I, the I trainer realize. in me will start saying <laughs> yeah. stuff. So we'll, we'll start moving to, to question number eight, is, which means, uh, okay, pick one. Become very successful at your career. Uh, but you can only go outside once a week or develop a life-changing technology or invent something, but no one gets to know about it. You know what's the thing? People don't know. They find it very difficult that I am. I don't want to stay mm -hmm. antisocial, but I, I enjoy my own company. You know, so uh, pretty much every day I'm always in my room. I'm always in my room, but obviously I'd be going around and doing other things. But when I'm not working, I'm, I'm in my room. So <laughs> I definitely go with option number one. I shame, I don't want to lie. I'm more comfortable with being successful. <laughs> go out once a day. That is me. That is me. As long as the social media, I can interact with people. Honestly, so I definitely choose number one because I'm, I'm that kind of person, Jay, mm. even me in nature. I'm comfortable with being by myself. Um, I, 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 I never get bored even in my own company. So I, I read that number one. Question number 10 is, um, yeah, this one is, is one that I'm like, maybe as the show goes on, as this season progresses, I might regret it. But, um, if you could switch roles and you get to interview me, what is that one question you'd ask me? I might regret this question every time. <laughs> Just one question. Let me guess for a second. <laughs> Sure, what it would be. I think I'd be so interested in knowing a little bit more about the whole podcast. Well, it have to, it has to do with something around podcast. Um, because I think you can see that there's a there's a there's a growth in your industry. I see a, a lot of couple of people tapping into it and those who are there doing really quite mm, well. Mm. Um you mentioned Batrasan Lu McG quite earlier on. So I think for me it would be um what do you think is the future? With, with podcasting, you know, where do you think we are headed? Um, are we going to get to a point whereby people are listening to more podcasts yeah, than they I actually was, listen I was to radio? Go along you know? those lines that I, for <laughs> one, also living in a in a foreign country, uh, radio doesn't really 
um, have the same impact as when I was growing up, where it's like we had to put radio in the morning because it, it gave us the weather, it gave us the time as we were getting ready to go to school, and it kept us entertained at the same time. So right now, as things mm. going on, I know there's online radio. I could listen to any station that I want, but also to keep up to date with that where I live, the radio doesn't hit the same. And I, I don't own a TV anymore. I only really stream sports or go on Netflix if I really want to watch something. So this industry is keeping, is kind of like keeping things very simple. What are you interested in? Pick a radio that only speaks what you want. You can filter quite very, like you can filter a lot through through what type of content you want to consume. Because with radio, you have to take the fact that on Sundays it's only mostly Christian content in in South Africa, and then in the evening it's more slowing it down with the slow jams, and then on Monday it's hitting you again with a lot of the problems that we have as a country. And you're like, it's too much waves. And right now we are at a point where it's like. I want to live in my bubble, which at times is dangerous, but it's also peaceful. Like in a time of social media, we mm. just want you just want specific things. And with with the, the intention of this um of this podcast is, as I've said before, to to share stories of people who've either experienced problems, challenges, rejection, but are still pushing forward and are relatable in a sense that, oh yeah, if a 20-something-year-old person has been on this competition, has done this show, won these awards, why am I complaining about the fact that I just got rejected at this one spot? So it's, it's besides anything else, this podcast is me trying to, to, to share with the world the people I know and the people that I'm still going to know because as the season progresses, I will not only interview the people that I have um, known before, I'll have to reach out and start uh, expanding to, to other interesting people because not only my circle is interesting, there's other people out there. So yeah, hope I've answered that question. And <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it. It makes no sense, and I can totally, totally agree with you. Um, even though I have, I have, I have so much passion for it, and I hope that it, 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 mm. it, it never, it, it, it never dies. You know, I really hope that it never dies. And I just pray that we keep on getting people who are just as passionate about it, you know. Um, but I, 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 the reason why I'm also asking this is because I once thought about something along the lines of getting into podcasting, you know. Um, but yeah, for me, is I, I, I want to think yeah. very carefully about things. You know, it takes me quite some time to do them and then... So that I know it's the same thing as YouTube because a lot of people will be going around asking me, but when you studying a YouTube channel, it's like, get a, yeah, you know, Maraluneli, Jekitarkala YouTube channel. No, I least subscribe you. I'm out here like, oh, come on, guys. Now my content, what is going on? But then when when exactly, I want to yeah. do it, I want to give my best. And I need to also respect the people who are doing it. Respect them enough not to do it if I know that I pretty much I'm yes. not so informed about what exactly is going on, you know. So I think, yeah, that would be that would be pretty, that's that's a very yeah. good answer. And I mean, you've, you've got me like think. the thing is, I do not <laughs> think uh, radio is dead. I'm just hoping that people realize that um, some of the information we want and need is available at our fingertips. Like in terms of what you're saying on the show, don't tell us stuff that we already know. Like you know try and remember that radio used to be the source of information that 
we hear things first. They things broke on on radio. Lit- literally the first on on um on social media and radio find a way of how do we break this thing social down? How do we media. get people's opinions? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like bring bring context into what people already know or what people might already know. Not don't don't tell us something as mm-hmm. if like most of the things mm-hmm. that are being shared, we've already heard them, we've already seen them. How do you make the same thing more interesting? And that's why my content is not, I do not want to talk about the current affairs because I will not be as current, especially as how I produce my show. It has to be something that's like, take this very same interview, listen to it in five years, it still makes sense because it has to be timeless. It can't, if I follow trends, I'm going to be left behind. I'm not the most trendy person out there. So, so. <laughs> but this is so true. Like honestly, I agree with what you're saying. The dynamics of radio have changed. Like there is a point about listening. I I honestly listen to a few of them now. Honestly, like few radio. St- I listen to mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. one maybe radio station or show. You know, during certain times, dynamics have changed. And sometimes I get so annoyed. I'd be like, but this thing is on Twitter. I can yeah. read it now. I you see know. it. Why must you be talking about it? You know, fine. Yeah, we're not saying don't speak about trends. Yes, you still want to be relevant. But as you say, find a way that that people are not necessarily uh, 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 going that's about it in terms of engaging on this topic. Make it more interesting. I think that's pretty much the whole entire point. So I hope that when I get a, a chance on national radio, I'll be able to bring a bit of of that flavor that could kind of be missing because when you're a spectator you see a lot of things that that are not going right well you take notes you know the the loopholes that are going on and then you're hoping that once you tap into the industry you'll be able to fill them so definitely i'm on the same page with you a lot has changed um but i i know that there'll be so much that i could still positive positively yeah. bring then, even into uh, the radio like i know that well. um when it comes to, to, to being a listener like for me i have all these opinions but i don't think i can do better but for people like you who who have the talent to do it, I hope that it's something that you can put, like you can kind of like see to, to life. Because for me, I have so many opinions about what I, I think could be better at radio, but mm. if I were to put the microphone and uh, I have to do it live, I would, I would freak out. So, so I'm hoping that happens to you. And Tato, to, to, uh, to finish it off, can you tell the people where to, to, to find your social media and on the internet at large? Yes, I am very vocal on social media, very active. <laughs> on Instagram, my handle is Tato underscore Mushwe. Twitter is T underscore Mushwe. Facebook is Tato Mushwe. <laughs> my number is zero six. Okay, that. maybe let, let's let's not go there. <laughs> um. <laughs> let's not go there. But yeah, pretty much on social media, you will find me. Um, I've got a website that's coming up that I'm also launching on my week. birthday, the 27th of November. Um, it's, yes. 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 <laughs> today, actually, never know. <laughs> um, it's www.tadomoshasha.com. So pretty much you want to know a lot of things about me. Everything you want to know, yes, you want to find uh, it there. So I'm pretty excited about and, this one. Uh, we, we haven't touched on everything that you're still going to do or you are doing and hope that your story continues to to become one that inspires others and me and myself as well involved in that and uh, do take care my brother 
Thank you so much. I appreciate this. You're doing so great. I love your work. You are such an inspiration yourself. I feel very honored. You'd be surprised. You ne I never really get a lot of interviews to do, you know, mm. and most of the times I'm always the one interviewing people. So to be sitting here and get to <laughs> be in the spotlight, yeah, I feel how it feels. <laughs> so thank you so much. I appreciate it. And yeah, all the best you. with your podcasting career going forward. Thank you for tuning in and as usual, please follow and subscribe to the podcast on the platform you're streaming it on. Your reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts help stretch the reach of the show, so I'd appreciate it if you help us grow. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or family and to keep up to date with what's coming next, follow us on Instagram at WeMoveXP or use the hashtag WeMoveXP. Till next time.